0: Greetings and welcome back to Java Crew. I'm your host. We're going to cover a couple articles today. One will be a little bit about instant coffee. But first, let's get at least one article about the weaponization of coffee quickly out of the way. Marshfield, Wisconsin, well, the central Wisconsin woman has been sentenced to nine months in jail for spiking her supervisor's coffee with anti-anxiety medication, eye drops, and other substances. Now, 56-year-old Kareem Zenner, spelled Z-E-N-N-E-R, of Spencer, told investigators that she spiked the coffee in hopes her boss would forget about the $2,000 that he loaned her. Zenner pleaded guilty to a felony account of putting foreign objects in, in edibles. Now folks, if you spike coffee, it's a felony count, and it's called putting foreign objects in edibles. You, did you hear it here first? I did on my research lately. Didn't know there was a special thing about doing that to coffee. Anyway, she's gonna go ahead and do some things. She said she just wanted to, she was concerned the boss would remember that debt, and she was concerned. Now let's get up here to some other things. Albany, New York, this is about this, uh, t- uh, I guess you'd call it instant coffee having a resurgence, is the only way I how to tell you. It says coffee's been a leisure drink in a vast population uh, all across the world, but what happens is this: the uh, TMR, Transparency for Market Research, they're coming up with some forecasts to say, whoa, guys, hang on, you're going to start selling a whole bunch of instant coffee. Now, these are, these are big league think tank type people, so they're going to be able to get you fixed up. And so they've, the, the first thing at the top of the think tank is this. Which factors are driving or restraining the instant coffee market? Well, I don't know. You might, but let's read and see here. One thing is in increasing disposable income. That's one. Mushrooming corporate enterprises across various economies. That makes them do it. Uh, a demand for the Robusta coffee. That's the ones that a lot of people don't like. Uh, also, these things called trends and the advent of flavored instant coffee. The advent of flavored instant coffee—that's opening this market up all over the world. It says here. Now, all you know, right. They, what more can you say? It's—it's. It's, uh, I've gone down to a place called Trader Joe's. They make their own signature brand. I think it's Colombian coffee. And you know, when you don't want to hear. It, All the stuff, you just want a quick cup of coffee, like maybe I'm running late, for instance, making a Java Crew podcast. You just get some hot water and throw some of that in, stir it, and it's not, but you get some half and half in there, it's not bad. It's not bad. No, it's not like a nice espresso, but it's fine. Now, here's one. You know, this is not meant to be a joke. It says, no bikini baristas, your right to serve coffee while exposing body parts is not in the Constitution. We've covered this before. And what it is, is these, uh, well, speak for itself here. It says everywhere you look, there's kiosks. The competition is great. And so what these baristas do, uh, now they're they're being charged with prostitution because they're in a bikini inside, and they tell the guy, I guess, if if he wads up a $5 bill and throws it, they'll try to turn around and catch that $5 bill, wad it up in their underwear, and pull it out like a basketball or something like that, drops in. Ah, There's guys that actually do this kind of stuff. And then another thing, they, they seductively will spray some whipped cream on themselves and lick it off, and then you know, another $5 tip comes out. And basically, the police say they're conducting a peep show while they're making the coffee without piping hot espresso in there. That's, you know, something. And they talk about now the police want to have, a th- it says the assistant attorney, Ramsey Rammerman. We've, we've seen him before in other articles, uh, he wants to mandate what, what the baristas have to wear, that certain parts of their body can't be uncovered. And when I covered this last time, I said, "Look, there's down that when you go down to the beach, you can see, you know, a couple of hippies and a little thing down there pulling shots in a bathing suit, and like you see in Rio or something like that. Yeah, it's very seductive. And no, I wouldn't want a thirteen-year-old girl seeing a bunch of women looking like streetwalkers, like that. But you know what? Well, I guess there's a laws and there aren't laws. So we'll see. Uh, the thing is, right now, this thing is what they call a minimum body area, is what they're is what the holdup is right now on getting a law passed against the barista. Uh, so far, there's been no burns. Nobody's really gotten a, a bad burn that we know of. It just it was reported here anyway. And uh, anyway, the law, the f- first law, number one, is going to be what the barista has to wear when they're pulling shots to cover certain parts of their body. Uh, whew, only in the United States. Well, folks, God bless you. We're coming into the holidays. Boy, are you thankful? I am. I'm very thankful. You know, it's been a couple of rough hits there. Everyone's taken a few rough hits along the time uh, this year, but it never hurts to kind of give thanks, if you know what I'm talking about. Peace to all of you. How are you doing with Anchor? Uh, I'm into my second month. It seems to be going okay. Lord bless all of you, and bye for now.